Yeah, and they call Domino's an, an IT company that sells pizza because IT is our biggest department here. Wait, what did he just say? Yeah, and they call Domino's an, an IT company that sells pizza because IT is our biggest department here. I thought that's what he said. Hmm. Hey, I'm Mike Conway with Retail Intel and we're with Domino's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. The Domino's story is one of honesty, reinvention, and innovation. The iconic restaurant was started in 1960 by two brothers, Tom and James Monahan in Ypsilanti, Michigan, just outside of Ann Arbor. Domino's has been rooted in humble Midwestern values from the beginning. Pizza was just catching on in America and the brothers had the simple but brilliant idea of delivering their pizza to local factory workers at lunch. Over the next few years, they found out that guaranteeing delivery in 30 minutes or less was a big competitive advantage. Domino's caught on throughout the U.S. and exploded throughout the world through the franchise model. By 2010, they had thousands of locations and it seemed the sky was the limit, but they ran into big problems. They focused so much on growth and speed that they lost touch with their customer and didn't evolve their products. Sales were lagging and competition was everywhere. They hired new CEO Patrick Doyle and what happened next was unprecedented. Their backs were against the wall and they launched a self-critical ad campaign, essentially apologizing to the public for having a bad product. They came clean and told all of us how bad their pizza was. That takes guts. But most importantly, they actually asked the public for help. Since then, every aspect of their brand has been reinvented, starting with the pizza. They listened to the public feedback and hired chefs to test new products around the world. They launched the new Domino's Pizza along with new menu items to rave reviews. New store design followed and technology became a major focus. They absolutely have been rewarded. In 2010, their stock was at $14 a share, and at the time we released this episode, the stock was trading at $230 a share. Bet you didn't know that Domino's outperformed Google, Amazon, Apple, and Facebook over the last eight years. They've got over 13,000 locations and continue to be in new store growth mode and seem to be firmly in the driver's seat. Ryan Mitzel and I had a chance to tour their corporate headquarters and had great conversations with the head of real estate for Domino's, Matthew Zaya, and real estate manager, Pat Hamill. So let's jump into the day with Matt and Pat from Domino's. This is our pizza theater. So it really showcases the new design. Uh, we like to say it brings the fun and excitement of pizza making to the forefront. I mean, as you can see, it's a very open concept to where it almost allows the customers to engage. All the way down from guys at the, the Welcome Center to the CEO has gone through pizza prep school. I mean, I came in, the coolest thing was one of the coaches in here that was teaching me how to make pizza. I'm from a real estate background, I had no idea what went into it. Uh, he's was from Thailand and he had guys from all over the nation. Uh, and I'm sitting here learning how to make pizza with all of them. Uh, it, was, it was interesting and it kind of more or less brings you into the culture and keeps in mind, hey, you might be doing real estate, this guy might be working on development, and this guy might be working on our IT department, but in the end, this is what we're supporting, this is what we're working towards, so it's kind of a cool, like, recheck where the main core value of the company is. So let's take you into the classroom. Let's do it. What's, what's the number one uh, selling pizza in the chain? It's got to be pepperoni pizza. Closely followed by sausage, ham, green pepper. Really? And mushroom. Ham is three? Ham is on that list. So there's 34 million different ways that you can make a pizza based on all the toppings that we have, the crust combinations. 34 million. So uh, it's endless. 
Um, but all the folks that do come in here, this is our classroom right here. So it serves as kind of half class, and then the other half is um, more of a prep area for food. So um, over in that area, they're learning how to stretch dough. Uh, they're learning all of the, the proper techniques. They're taking a look at everything from uh, how to stretch it, how to place it, uh, and then what we look for uh, when you actually stretch in dough. So the rim, uh, the crust, making sure that the spread is, is even throughout the entire thing, the dough is not thin. Um, so they'll go back and forth here for about four days, and then we'll open this up here for three or four hours a day, and then out they go making pizzas. So in 2014, uh, we uh, began the process of re-imaging re every store that we have. So uh, we're now at a point where um, a lot of our stores, a majority of our stores are in the pizza theater image. So uh, you've seen the commercials out there today uh, that invite you into our stores. Uh, so that's what we've been hard at working for the last four years, uh, rebranding the, uh, the brand from, uh, from a store perspective. What brought on the, the change of the pizza theater? Yeah, so, you know, we were for the better part of, let's call it over 10 years, uh, in an uh, image that we called Image 2000. Uh, so our stores, if you remember them, you'd walk in, it'd be a five-foot deep counter uh, lobby, have a counter, it's closed off so you really can't see back into the kitchen. Uh, and it wasn't really an interactive experience and it wasn't reflective of our brand. And you think about all the cool technology that we're coming out with, uh, you'd walk into our stores and our stores didn't reflect uh, the brand and the image that we were uh, portraying on the outside. So, uh, in comes Pizza Theater. Uh, the what year was that? So this is uh, this is 2012. So in comes Pizza Theater. You know we're testing uh, the image out in specific markets and making sure that it's right before we roll it out. Um, and then Pizza Theater comes out and it's a more interactive experience. We peel down all of the walls, so now you can actually see into the kitchen, uh, brighter kitchen. So it's not just a customer experience for us. A uh, key perspective that we had is that we wanted to make it even better for our team members because we felt that we were inviting folks into the stores and at this point we've been uh, known for the most part to deliver your pizza. So you'd call us and we'd bring it to you from wherever we are. Now you're actually walking into our kitchen. So for us it was an overhaul of the entire kitchen, the lighting, the wall finishes, the floor finishes, making sure that our equipment was presentable to the public. and. Uh, you see what we have outside today, so a major investment for all of our franchises. And it just finishes off because you, I mean, you completely overhauled the product, right? Correct. So originally the brand was all about speed and delivery, yes. right? Yes. 30 minutes or less, everybody remembers that. And then yeah. you moved on to improve the product, what, in like 2010? Yep, so we came out with new and inspired, uh, and uh, a almost our entire menu is brand new uh, since uh, since that period. Um, so I think it's about 90% of our menu. Yeah, about 90% of it is, is completely different. It's and completely different. When you first start, they talk about a couple different pillars of Domino's. One of them is uncommon honesty. I kind of thought, I'm like, oh, that's really corny. But then you look at the commercial where Patrick Doyle goes on national television and pretty much says, hey, our product is bad. We're going to change it. And that's what he did. And then he totally revamped the interior as well as the actual product. So Yeah. And you think about Domino's, we've been around since 1960, and up until 1992, uh, the only core product that we had was pizza. So 1992, breadsticks came out. So you think about the entire period of time, over three decades, 
1992, we brought in breadsticks. So for a brand that has been around for as long as we've had, have been, uh, we've been reinventing ourselves constantly to, to stay above with that marketplace trends and, and, and appeal to all of our consumers and all of our customers. And to your, your point, I mean, I, I saw the video where, I mean, it's just unprecedented where a brand is honest in the sense where, you know, the product just wasn't living up to, to the standards of the public anymore. And you guys dug into that and really took, I mean, obviously re overhauled the entire menu, which that is, I mean, that says a lot about the company and yeah. uh, it takes a lot of guts to do that, but obviously it's paid off big time. So most of our franchisees, 90% of our franchisees start off as drivers. And uh, when they do come through the brand, uh, they have to go through what we call a franchise management school. So when you think about our business and you think about all the different ways that you can connect with us, um, one of the strong pillars that we do like to recognize are, are the people that we have kind of behind the brand moving it forward. So from an innovation technology standpoint, uh, I see the, the kiosk ordering capabilities. I, I've heard a little bit about some self-driving cars. Can you walk us through that? Yeah, so, so one of our big partnerships recently was with Ford. And we right here in the hometown of Ann Arbor partnered up with them to use self-driving cars to deliver pizzas. And one of the coolest things, what we learned about it's not just issues we might run into, such as being boxed in, you don't have a driver in the car to get out and ask the driver behind them to move. Uh, but it was also how people interact with the car. We had people coming out, waving at the car. We had people trying to talk to the car. We had, <laughs> we, we had people ordering every single day, just hoping that the self-driving car would show up. So wait, how do they get the pizza out of the self-driving car? So when the car shows up, you're alerted through your app or you're called or you can just see it on your pizza tracker. You walk out and you're able to enter in the code that you were given that's specific to your order and the warming drawer opens up and your pizza's there waiting for you. That is so cool. So it's a partnership with Ford that you're testing right now? Yeah, right now we're testing with Ford. It was actually one of their biggest promotions recently. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, and I know we're going to keep doing it. It's, I mean, that's, that's part of the future. And Absolutely. we're going to try it out with, uh, I'm sure, other brands and anywhere we need to be. So, okay, so t tell me a little bit about the self-ordering check-in kiosks that are in some of your stores. So kiosks have been slowly tested so far. Uh, the wonderful thing is if you're in a rush and you've got everybody behind the counter who's really working hard and you might not notice a customer walking in, you can automatically check in, you can pay, and it'll ding someone behind the counter where then you just need to be handed your pizza and you don't need to do a whole transaction. So I walk into the store, the kiosk is in the front, it, it automatically knows who I am because I've got a pizza profile built, correct? Correct. You'll click on your name, you'll say, I'm here, I'm ready for my pizza, it'll offer you a chance to add a drink or another side to your order and then you can pay and grab your food. You know the pizza emoji is actually used and that is connected to your pizza profile as well so you can send the pizza emoji and your favorite pizza that you can set as your pizza emoji pizza will be automatically ordered and delivered. What? So, so you, you, you do that through the app or through a text or what? You can do it through a text. So, so I, you I have sent, to so download I, the app, create your pizza profile and then you can sitting on the couch if you're watching the game and you don't have time to place your favorite order you can shoot over your, your pizza that, emoji that is it's, really it's, cool it's out of your way love it dangerous. yeah i'm sure sure mitz will really get behind that yeah <laughs>
We absolutely have the best jobs in the world. We are here with our retail partners, Domino's Pizza in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and we are gonna actually make our own pizzas today. Please give us the introduction. How do we do this? Okay, so I've heard a few of you have made pizzas before, but making a Domino's pizza is really specific. So we have specific steps I'm gonna walk you guys through, and then you guys are gonna make it yourself. Cool? Perfect. So we're gonna start by uncovering the dough, taking this cover tray off. We keep all of our dough covered because if we don't, then it tends to dry out. So that's a really important step for us. So now I'm gonna move over to the cornmeal here. This yellow substance is cornmeal. It's our best friend today. Why do you guys think that this is so important? Because it doesn't stick. Right. So it keeps it together? <laughs> it's so it doesn't stick to your hands and so it doesn't okay. stick to the surface so we can stretch it. So we're gonna cover all of the cornmeal. <laughs> Now, it's really important like pizza, that I, huh? yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so now I'm going to start by creating this rim, pressing down on the edge. And like I said, we're making that pencil thin rim. See how it's about the same width as a pencil? So I'm pressing down, twisting, pressing down, twisting. And this is making our crust for the pizza. And as I'm stretching, it's important that I'm focusing on the outer edge of the pizza because we don't want the middle to be thinned out. If the middle thins out, then we put the toppings on and they him. tend to sink in the center. Look how excited he is. So we focus on the outside here. Now I'm gonna use my spoodle here. Any guesses on what a spoodle is? Talk to me. Domino's created this spoodle, so it's flat on the bottom so that it's easier to spread out our sauce. It's a mixture between a spoon and a ladle. So now that we have the sauce on, we're gonna move over to the make line. Now I'm gonna put seven ounces of cheese on here. I grab with both hands and I hold it up at eye level. And when I'm sprinkling the cheese, I'm kind of using spirit fingers. Anybody seen Bring It On? Spirit fingers. <laughs> so I'm holding Jazz up at hands, eye level. If you will. The higher up we hold it, the more evenly it tends to spread out. And now in a large pizza, we always, if it's one topping, we put 40 pepperonis every time. So I'm gonna take pepperoni and spread these out now. So we want our pepperonis to be kissing, not hugging. So they can be touching, but we don't want them overlapping. And now we have our hand-tossed pizza. So we're gonna put it in the oven. And our ovens take about seven and a half minutes. Made my life, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what your are made of, right there. <laughs> All right, guys. Cheers. First of all, we are. We just had an amazing experience in the Domino's test kitchen. We all made our own pizzas. Instructed step by step the dough, the sauce, the cheese. Now we are enjoying a little bite. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks to Pat Hamill very much and the entire Domino's real estate team for walking us through their headquarters and giving us the lowdown on Domino's Pizza. Can you please just tell us a little bit more about your brand, your growth plans, your sweet spot on your real estate deal? Absolutely, and thanks you guys for coming again. Thanks for, for making some pizzas for us. <laughs> uh, pickup windows are huge. Uh, just, I mean, you, you think about the fact you've got a car full of kids, it's winter, especially here in Ann Arbor. I know you guys just landed today. It probably is not that comfortable. You don't want to get out of your cars. The pickup window can really help drive sales and just make the experience a little more convenient for that customer. If you're familiar with Domino's in the past, we used to probably take the second rate real estate in a shopping center. So we would probably be on the corner or the very far end of the shopping center, not the end cap, but probably the place that's closest to, you know, the end of the property, uh, not visible at all. Uh, so with the investment that we're making in our Domino's Pizza Theaters, we're trying to drive that traffic back into the store uh, and increase that carryout trend uh, because we are pre predominantly known for a, 
uh, a delivery side business. Phillips Edison has a great relationship with Domino's. We can get sites in front of you guys immediately. I think we've got uh, over 20 locations with you guys. Um, how can other landlords put sites in front of you? Absolutely, and I appreciate you guys and those, those 20 centers, and I know we've gone through quite a few locations and looked at what makes sense. Uh, we made it even easier lately, realestate.dominoes.com. Simple as that, there's a submit a site icon. You enter in a little bit of information, hit submit, and it'll automatically plot it on our map and ding the development leader in that territory. So they'll be allowed to click a link and open up and see exactly where that pin drops. I mean, again, we really appreciate, Pat, you making the time for us. Um, we're always meeting at ICSCs, every show, boots on the ground. Um, but it's just nice to get up to Ann Arbor, get in the pizza kitchen, hands on, making pizzas, gain some weight. I mean, we just really <laughs> appreciate that. This is Absolutely. a dream. I'm telling you right now, this is a dream come true for me. <laughs> Dude, we're eating pizza before 11 a.m. Nothing better that's, than that's that. That's good. On a that's Tuesday good. in February. Feeding well, the power possible, one pizza at a time. There we go. There we go. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was awesome. Thanks. That's it for Retail Intel from Domino's headquarters. Thank you again to everybody who participated and shared information. We had an absolute blast, as I'm sure you could tell. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me directly at mconway at philipsedison.com. Please continue to share our episodes and check back for new ones.